Amy, we've got a bunch of little nieces and nephews between us, but we've also got a catch-all gift that all of our siblings love for their newborns. You're totally right, and it's Pampers Swaddlers, because Pampers Swaddlers wick wetness away to keep babies drier and subsequently parents happier. Pampers Swaddlers absorb wetness better versus the leading value brand and provide up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologist approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Now you can try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. These wipes won't tear. In fact, they grip mess, shall we say, more firmly and clean better, leaving baby skin dry, soft, and smooth. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers Cash has no cash value. Welcome to Ask Amy from What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Solving your parenting dilemmas one question at a time. This week's question is from Katie on Instagram, who wrote us at What Fresh Hellcast to say, thank you both for your awesome podcast. It gets me through the week. Here's my question. I have two boys, the older, almost two and a half, the younger, a one-year-old. They're 18 months apart. My two-and-a-half-year-old son is just nonstop, no, this is mine, and takes everything away from his little brother all day long. I'm constantly having to keep the younger one away from the older one, otherwise he will try to kick or hit him. It's frustrating and exhausting, and I know it's a normal stage, but I also feel like there must be something I can do to help. Katie, I can tell you're a dedicated listener because you led with the knowledge that yes, this is probably developmentally appropriate, and it is on both counts. Saying this is mine is something that a two-year-old is going to start to say, and it's actually a good thing that they're saying that. They're individuating their identity. He's speaking up for himself. He can't speak in sentences or paragraphs probably enough to say, you know what? It really isn't a good time for me. I really look forward to spending time with this dump truck right now now and Wednesdays are the time when I really, he, he can't do any of that. So he just says, no, this is mine. And he yells because he's frustrated. Then there's the sharing part. Sharing is just not something that a two-year-old is ready to do. Sharing starts to happen when they're like three or four. That's when the brain develops enough to have theory of mind that you can even start to understand. Bobby wants to hold the truck and you want to hold the truck and those are competing interests. It's three or four before you really get that that's something you need to take into consideration. And when you're one, it's just me want truck. It isn't that your younger kid is disregarding what other people think or feel. He doesn't even know that other people think or feel things that are different from him. So yes, this is developmentally appropriate and it's also temporary. I've been there. I had boys that were 18 months apart, so I've definitely been there. And it is intense. And sometimes when you're in it, it can feel like you have to fix it. You have to correct this course of action or else you're going to have a 10-year-old that's saying, this is mine every 30 seconds. And you're not. This will pass. This is a stage that will pass whether or not you teach the kid that you have to share, you have to share. It's going to happen either way. The bad news for you is that it's happening right now and there might be hitting and there might be kicking. So let's separate those out. It's okay to be frustrated. It's okay to not want to share. It's okay to be annoyed that your little brother who doesn't get that he can't just take something out of your hand comes into the room and does it. All of that is appropriate to be frustrated about. 
it's not appropriate to kick or hit. And your two-year-old, who is really not a lot older and not a lot further along developmentally, needs to understand that. And you need to be his voice in those times. You need to step in and say, I I see you're frustrated. I understand we don't kick. In this house, we don't kick. We don't hit. But also, you want to narrate his frustration. I'm going to link to an article in the show notes. Sarah McLaughlin, she's a social worker and parent educator, wrote an article for zero2three.org about how to help young kids with sharing. And I've actually referred to this article before on this podcast because I think it's it's really good. She says that you should sportscast what's happening. She calls it that. This is also a technique that Dr. Jonathan Karp talks about in The Happiest Toddler on the Block. So I recommend that book too. But Sarah McLaughlin calls it sports casting. And what she means is you enter the room, you see this interaction and process. Things are getting elevated and hitting and kicking might be near. And you say, oh my goodness, you have the yellow truck and he's trying to take it. And you're saying, no, you can't have the yellow truck. I want to hold the yellow truck right now. You would be surprised how quickly your kids will stop crying and and look up at you as you translate what they are feeling and wish they could say back to them. It really does often stop kids in their tracks and they'll stop and listen to you. And you don't have to use complicated language to explain the psychological underpinnings. It's really better if you don't. If you just say, oh, you're feeling so mad. Use use words that a, a three or four-year-old would use, not a you know 35 or 40-year-old, to explain what's happening, to put it into words, help them see that it's okay to feel that way, but it's not okay to hit and kick. Draw that line there. The other thing that's okay to do in this time is to separate. You don't have to force sharing right now. Like we said, you have kids who are developmentally incapable of sharing. That doesn't mean they'll never get there. It means right now they both want the yellow truck. That's all that matters to them. And so it really is okay in this time to have your one-year-old in the kitchen with the dinosaurs and your two-year-old in the living room with the trucks. It doesn't mean they'll never play together. It doesn't mean they'll never learn to share. It just means that this is the season you're in right now and you are a good parent. Another thing you can try, experts disagree about this, by the way, is using an hourglass or a time timer which you can get on Amazon, which is a visual representation of now it's your turn with the squishy guys. And then when the time runs out, then it's going to be your brother's turn with the squishy guys. Some experts say, don't get into that. That's not how sharing works. That's not what sharing is. And don't put that much expectation around it. Just say you have a long turn and then he has a long turn. You can try that. Maybe the timers will work for your kid and it'll really take the fighting down. If it does, do it. If it doesn't, other people say it doesn't really work anyway. But the most important thing, I think, is for you to maintain the perspective that this is a moment that you have two kids who don't know how to share yet having to share, and of course, they're going to be upset. And the more you can prevent that situation from occurring in the first place by letting them play separately, the easier things will be for now. Send us your parenting questions, and we might answer yours next. Email us, questions at whatfreshhealthpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. No one told us the truth about parenthood. Why? This is the podcast everyone needed before they had kids because now that those little ones are here, there is a lot to unpack. 
I'm Rachel Shepardota, and I am your host for the podcast, No One Told Us, where we tell the truth about parenting and let you in on all the stuff you really should have known about before having kids. I am the founder of Hey Sleepy Baby, but this podcast is so much more than sleep. We'll be diving into all the topics that you really care about and need to know while you do your best job raising those adorable, tidy humans. Our goal is to just make you feel less alone and less overwhelmed. There are so many things that no one tells us before becoming a parent, and I think that we should really pull back the curtain on becoming a first-time or second-time mom or dad to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll have a little education, a little fun, and a whole lot of heart that goes into each and every episode. So join me and our amazing guests each week to hear us talk about what no one told us. Well, hey there, Busy Mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life? My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wanna Be Clutter Free, a podcast all about letting go of the stuff we don't need in our lives so that we can focus on what truly matters. Don't worry, I'm not going to tell you to throw it all away or make you feel guilty about keeping something you love, no matter how many other people don't quite understand it. But I will give you practical and, more importantly, actionable advice so that you can make progress right away. And you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests, too. It's like having your bestie in your pocket, telling you it's okay to let go of the things that are not serving you and your family in a totally non-judgmental way. So join me over on the podcast where we can work on progress over perfection for those of us that want to be clutter-free.